Let me tell you one story about something I learned. Let me tell you one story about something I learned. Yeah. Gonna hit you hard with the fast and the fury. Make your mouth drop like Jordan and Julie. Stepping on the court, dog on dangerous. Get in the score like Bobby De Niro. Don't approach us like no Gundy Lero. Leave you looking like Eddie Norton. Straw in your world like Marvel Martian. Wanna know why the God sent we? Buy your belly full on your mind empty. All sound like on BET. How many naked girls do you see? Like Miss Awalad, we can't believe me eyes. Won't stop rocking till the boat capsize. In the holy water, wash off your disguise. Always go back to your dirty big style. Damn, big. Let them hypnotize. Soldiers dance in the middle of the night. Smoking trees and chilling with fights. Fridge got food and the kids are tight. I got a big dog and he walks at night. Soldiers dance in the middle of the night. Smoking trees and chilling with fights. Fridge got food and the kids are tight. I got a big dog and he walks at night. Oh. Welcome back to another edition of the Be Forever Cool podcast. My name is Rex45. My name is TJ. Do we have some coffee? What's going on, man? How you doing? Doing good. How's your morning? <laughs> uh, lots of fun, man. I, I, you know, I recommend this for everyone. Uh, technical difficulties are, are always a beautiful thing, regardless of. No, it's not. Can't even finish that. Um, so life's good. Yeah, I can't complain. Everything is good over here. You know, just working. Nothing else to do right now. Wish I could live in the warm areas where I can ride twenty four seven. But right, right. Know, just watching videos and, you know, getting ready. I got you, got you. Yeah, man, I know how that is. Um, in the Northeast, there's not much to do, which is the, um, I think that's the hardest part. Um, I don't even think um, the guys that and gals that, um, you know, ride on ice are riding on ice because it's not cold enough in some places. It's a place for multiple activities in New England. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be into all the activities, snowboarding, biking, riding, all that. Yeah, you do. Um, to to stay active in, in up here, um, you definitely got to have um, winter sports or you pl- you're paying memberships to um, go hit tennis balls or go play basketball. Or, well, basketball you can play all year round. It's like sports season right now, Bruins and Celtics. So, <laughs> so you're you, doing right now. Got you, got you. So <laughs> you've you been hooping? I've been to a couple of games. That's just about it. Uh. I, I haven't, haven't been hooping. <laughs> I, I kind of gave that up. I mean, that's what I grew up on, playing basketball, but afraid to tear an Achilles or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I'd rather ride bike on the track, you know. No doubt. Um, yeah. Uh, I, that, was, that was my case. Um, I stopped playing basketball. Um, I used to play pickup ball, like, pretty much every Saturday. Goodness, uh, for, for a long time. And then um, probably, I guess, 2016, 17, I stopped playing basketball because I was like, yeah, I don't want to jack myself up, so I, I can't go race. <laughs> you know, funny thing is, I, I know I still got it. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, you know, it's, once you have it, you have it. But it's uh, just gonna be that when I'm into it too much, it'll be that one move I make. It's over. That's what I'm afraid of. That's right. You're gonna, I, I, I can't risk it. I need to ride. You know, I need to ride. You're gonna blow a gasket out there on the court. Can't, can't let that happen. <laughs> at all, at all, man. So yeah, man. Speaking of, um, you know, repairs and 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 not blowing gaskets. Um, I, I have a um race suit that um I I blew the airbag on, you know, which is never good, but it it did the job. 
um, a Dainese uh, DES suit. And, um, you know, I, I, when I buy things, I don't look at all the instructions. Um, and, you know, sometimes you kind of have to do, especially with tech stuff, but in general. So, um, you know, I didn't realize that you have to register your suit when you purchase it. Um, so that way you can, if when you blow the airbag, you can, um, you know, ship it out and they can repack it and, and fix whatever else. I mean, it all depends on the quality, I mean, not how much damage is done to the suit. But, you know, if the suit, if they deem the suit right, usable, you know, they'll repack the airbag. And, and so for a long time, I've been trying to get this almost over a year now, get this suit um, fixed because, you know, it's, it's, it's a nice suit. It's, it, it's not, you know, the Dainese, which is... I. It, it's one of my favorite brands, um, and, and what I and I ride mostly on track now. I used to ride with with with, with street um, gear, but now on track, and um, you know. So, but their policy, you know, unlike Alpine Star and some other brands, but I'll talk about Alpine Star. They get two cylinders um, with or two canisters, I should say, with the uh, with their suits. So if you blow it once, you can still ride again, and and then you know you can you get two opportunities to crash. Uh, in, in, in one in one of their vests, but you know, with the D air, it's only one, so you you have to send it out. So for a long time, I couldn't um, get it done. I was trying to reach out to different people, the the, the company I bought the suit from. Um, I was trying to see if they had a receipt. You know, they purged their system, so no receipt was 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 available, and and so I was just kind of like, I have the suit that I can't use. Um, finally reached out to Dainese and, um, their customer support and, and total my situation. Um, and it worked out. So now I can get my suit fixed and, you know, I gotta pay a fee, but I think that would have, would have happened anyway. Um, but it was, you know, and I I was thinking like, it was kind of crazy for them to do that in the beginning to, you know, if, if you blow a suit and it's not registered, you can't, you can't get it repaired. So it seems like they changed that policy, uh, from over a year ago. Um, so, you know, that's, that's my little, um, racing suits and, and getting stuff repair and, you know, reading, um, the manual and find out their warranty process and, and return policies and all that fun stuff. Cause you don't want to get stuck with, uh, 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 you know, $1,500 or $2,000 paperweight. Definitely don't. Uh, um, I never had to go through that yet to have a suit repaired. I, you know, I only had mine for two, two years, three years now. Nice. Um, when I first got it, they were like, oh, you're going to break in your suit? And I'm like, yeah, what do you mean? I've been on the track six sessions already. <laughs> it was like, no, nah, nah. man, not, that's not what I mean. It was like, yeah, you have to break it in by, like, hitting the pavement. And then, you know, that happened. And once I did crash, I was like, oh, man, now I have to go find, spend another $1,000 to get a suit. Because, you know, I didn't know how bad it was. But, you know, it held up. Um, but, yeah, definitely... That is a good thing to know that you can get your your suit repaired if you need to, um, and then there was a Josh Heron racer had this uh, idea with this uh, leather cleaner that you can use um, to keep your suit nice and you know soft, you know after you use it so it doesn't like crust up or whatever. Cause, right. You know sometimes you, you do sweat in it and you know you might ride in the rain in it and stuff like that. So it's good to keep it you know, nice and you know. Soft and clean all yeah, the time. Definitely clean your yeah. Get your suits clean. Uh, take all the cushion out of your helmets and 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 get those cleaned. Um, you know, you, you can do it every round, or you could do it at the end of the season. You know, it's it's up to you know it's how comfortable you are with your own you know sweat. And then you just had a, another suit issue, right? When you had a broken zipper. Yeah, yeah. that's and, yeah. 
you know, I got yeah. I got suit issues. Uh, my, yeah, my my current suit, my main suit that I use, um, like the last round, you know, broke the zipper, uh, and and so now I have to go get that fixed as well. So I'm I'm shipping one suit out to get get repacked, another suit gotta get the zipper fixed. Um, you know, so. What does that mean? You got to have a few suits, people. <laughs> you know that that that's what it comes down to. You know, you know, a few sets of rims, a few suits, a few few you know re- replacement uh, handlebars. Um, you got to have parts, right? Yeah, I'm working on my uh, second suit. Actually, you know, going on to my. That's right. You're gonna custom. Round, so we'll have to do that because. Uh, yeah, my original suit has seen some work. <laughs> hey, listen, man. There's, you see writers out yeah. there, a lot of suits. Uh, they 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 do the job, and yeah. and and that's the that's the main part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying it does the job and and keeps us pretty safe from our own antics. <laughs> but yeah, that's good thing. So I'm have to register that suit. You know, um, once it's purchased, make sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, if it's Dianese, I mean, you know, you know, if if it's a custom suit. Um, you know, make sure you understand, you know, the policies of, of the companies that you're dealing with because, um, you know, it's important. Yeah, my suit is not a, um, it doesn't have an airbag in it. So, like, I don't, I don't know how to get that service. Like, you know, if it ripped or something, well, I'm sure they have a, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you so have it's a, not just for like the airbag, you know. Yeah. You got an Alpine suit and, yeah. and, and definitely, um, you know, whatever their policies to get them repaired and, and, you know, all that because you know some you might ship your suit away and it, and it might take you months before you get it back depending on how busy they are um but yeah that's 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 what's happening there man with the suits yeah man the suits are pricey <laughs> but yeah gotta invest in more than one yeah and sure. and you know just to reiterate about having you know you know two helmets you know excess extra set of gloves if you you know and all these things cost money for sure um you know online there are a lot of places that you know you can buy used stuff so you know that does help if if you and somebody else are 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 the same size that's selling something at that moment um you know same thing with parts and stuff like that you know there's there's definitely people out there selling their parts or parting out their bikes and stuff like that so you can get a lot of um parts you know i'm saying a lot of tuning parts and, and all that so uh, you know, the internet is a, is a beautiful thing, and you know it's also a crazy thing too. But we won't, we won't talk about that <laughs> on, on this show. Um, you know, so you know, let's talk about tuning. You know, you know, um, if you want to tune your bike for for folks out there that are into tuning or, or thinking about getting to, you know, they they put the exhaust on their bike, they got their air filter air filter on, um, they may want a, a slipper clutch, a, a slipper, well, they may want a slipper clutch too, but um, a quick shifter. Um, now, have you, with your street bikes, have you tuned your street bikes? Uh, have you done mods? Are, are you into, uh, are you the type of person that, you know, buy the bike and just ride the bike, or do you like art stop? So pulling pieces off. Well, my my first bike was the Suzuki GSXR 600. It's an 05, so it came with the uh, full Yoshimura exhaust system. So I was really okay with that because had the full performance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you go through your phases when you start riding. Some guys are the sticker bomb guys, <laughs> where they do no performance and just you know put stickers and make it look cool. Right. Um, but yeah, I did a couple of upgrades, like you know levers, and uh, um, I had the exhaust and you know like rear sets. Um, but I didn't really do much because I didn't really know much. Um, but yeah, the best thing probably to do is like to set up your suspension for your weight. Um, did you do any tuning or changes to when, when you're street riding? Uh, I 
my first bike, I, I well, technically my second bike, but first bike I put like 10,000 miles on. Um, yeah, I, I did a full exhaust and, and also um, got the, the, the package that came for tuning on that bike. Um, I did a slip of collection, you know, but I'm, you know, I'm, I change parts, cars, bikes, you know, computers, whatever, it, whatever it is, I, I'm, I'm always trying to make it better and, and, and faster. Um, but my first race bike was already built, uh, so I didn't have to do anything to that. Uh, I think that had a um, dyno jet, uh, like a piggyback system on it. Uh, it was SV650. Uh, and you know, that was no, 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 no quick shift to up or down or anything like that. Um, but that, you know, that was a nice bike. Now my, my second bike, uh, the R6, uh, 07. Yeah. Yeah. I did, a, I did a, um, up and down, um, quick shifter, uh, auto blip. Uh, I, I, I had my, uh, ECU flashed. Um, so I didn't go with, uh, like a dyno jet or bizarre system. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and I, but that's just getting into, I think, racing later than, than, than most. And, you know, ECU flashing was just starting to my, to my knowledge was the start. And, you know, not a lot of people were flashing their ECUs at that point and not everybody yeah. can flash the ECU on. Yeah. So I, I used to, uh, you know, hook up my cars and make them faster. But <laughs> when it came to bikes, I thought it was, you know, already fast enough. And, um, I don't know when the quick shift drifters came into play, but, I didn't. I just just rode my bike as it was. I didn't really put any performance in it. I did uh, did change the shifter to GP shifts. Um, so I, I got really comfortable with that before I knew it was like a real, real thing. Like and that's what they did in MotoGP and stuff like that. So yeah, well, I, I club racing. They yeah. they they do GP shift. It's um, it's nice. It's 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 easier to shift when you're leaned over. Um, up shift when you're leaned over. Um, when when it's GP shift versus oh, I, I love GP shift uh, versus regular, um, and if you if you've raced with the standard um, shifting, you'll know. And then um, my first race bike was already you know basically tracked out, so yeah, <laughs> so yes. didn't have to really do much performance uh, to it. Right, and and that's the thing. I mean, you know, if you're gonna tune when you tune in your bike, uh, you, you just got to figure out what the options are out there. Um, and you know, if you're going to build a race bike, maybe you figure out what the options are before you purchase the bike even. So that way, you know, you know what, you know, there's no surprises. Uh, because even, you know, my, my last bike, um, you know, there's, if, there, if there's no technology out there to, to upgrade your ECU, you know, there's not much you can do, uh, from there. I mean, you obviously you can look at one of these other, uh, tuners, um, and if they have, um, you know, a package for you, then that will help you. Most race bikes, they do like the R6, um, uh, you know, the, the Yamahas, uh, you know, there's, there's other ones out there, but I'm mostly Yamaha and R6. So I, I can't speak on the Suzuki's and, and, and the Kawasaki's, but there's a lot of tuning companies out there. And I know bikes that dudes are getting their bikes dynoed and, and they're making them faster. And, you know, there's, it's not just like overall horsepower. It's kind of when you get the gains, uh, you know, your throttle response, uh, you know, if the shifting and everything, you know, so, you know, that type of thing, you know, when you get full power, if it's an R6 and you get your ECU, ECU flash, uh, you know, those are the things that, that, you know, that, that, that you're going to get, uh, and no, you know, no choppiness through corners, you know, like it, when you're leaning it, over and stuff like that. So. Yeah. You know, so, it, you know, but it, again, do the research, um, if you are going to tune your bike, um, you know, there are a lot of you know, good companies out there that do tune bikes. Uh, if you don't want to do it yourself, um, you know, I tend, I do some things myself, but I tend to, you know, pay the professionals because 
you know, when you when you're trying to do a lot of things, you can only learn so much. In, in my case, so uh, I, I leave certain things to to the professionals, and and you know, what I can do, I do. Yeah, I wanted to before I got into the track, I was gonna um, do that to my street bike. I was gonna get a quick shifter on it and uh, tune the ECU or fl- flash the ECU, okay. um, but didn't get down to doing that. So. No, I couldn't, couldn't, couldn't really find many places. Um, I'm sure I could ship it off somewhere, but you know Suzuki in the year that it is, it's a little different. No, so. I'm, I'm I'm glad you brought that out because yeah. I d- brought that up because I did say uh, you can find tuners out there. Um, I I go all the way to Jersey to get my bikes tuned, yeah. and you know I've gone. You know if I if it's a Ducati, I can I can go to New Hampshire and, and get it tuned. Um, I I you know. You know, I, I got we got a friend that has an Indian, and he's taking his Indian all the way down from from Mass to North Carolina yeah. to get it tuned. Um, I think when you when you when you're playing with bikes, and I think with cars as well, you know, if you know my KTM, I'm working with people all the way across the West Coast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and so I think that you know that is the downside. You know, really good people are not in every state. Well, I shouldn't say it like that. You know, it, you know. Good people on on, on on certain products are, are, are far away. Some people are, you know, in in, in the UK or, or in in you know wherever. You know, when you when you find a tuner that's doing something you like, uh, a person that's doing something you like, you know, it it could get crazy. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I ship engines all the way across the West Coast or a engine all the way across the West Coast, and you know. It's, that sucks. <laughs> it, 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 you know, but you, you yeah. know, if there's no one on this side that's doing it or yeah. that I've, like, like, that I know, because, you know, you don't, you know, you can go on search on, on, on internet and, you know, you go through the list and you can go through five, 10 pages and it's kind of like, okay, you know, if you don't see a lot of people, you, I don't, I don't keep going. So, you know, it is that, you know, so like I said, I, you know, I, my bikes get my, my R6, um, they got dyno down in Jersey, uh, you know. It, it is what it is. My my KTM is getting built in New Hampshire right now. Um, you know what I mean. So and and then it's gonna go to you know Schenectady to get by <laughs> to get to get the the the, the uh, d- delivery done on it. So I think that you know finding tuners um, and and that you know the good ones. You know yeah you're gonna do some traveling. Yeah I know like Brent Tuning is a place that you know flashes ECUs that's nearby, but they work on. Uh, Newer models, new model. like like BMWs or Ducatis, and it has to be like a, a newer year and stuff like that. So right, yeah. So, then yeah. go ahead. No, I was not saying. So yeah, you, you definitely gotta travel, <laughs> and that's the hardest part. You know, just finding places and how you're gonna get that part, you know, to that destination and back. That, yeah, I mean, I think that is one of the hard. That, that is one of the hardest parts um to 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 do and you got to plan around that you know it's kind of you know your weekends uh you know again we had a buddy he just went to go drop two engines off and you know that that's your that's your weekend uh if the person is not close by what's what's the far what's the farthest you have gone to um get your get your 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 vehicle or bikes tuned um i mean um not too far. I mean, I've I've gone J and G, probably like you know half hour away. But you know, my first bike I picked up in New Hampshire, so, so I did I did have to travel to go get my first bike. Got you. Um, but yeah, not not as far as tuning tuning anything, you know. So. Got you. Now, um, yeah, you, now you're a fan that, of that. Will change. So. <laughs> it will. 
won't change now that I have a race bike. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to be traveling more and making sure it's right to get to these places that can service them. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Now, are, are you a fan of um, quick shifters and auto blippers? Uh, where you been? Right, you were riding on your street bike um, and didn't have that. Although you had GP shift. I thought I, I, you know I feel like I was always fast with with without the quick shifter, mm-hmm. but it, the quick shifter is, is a game changer. Um, but you know I'm, I I like the auto blipping, you know, down and up, like rev matching my bike. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty fun, and you know, especially when you when you have uh, time to accelerate, you know, when you can actually do it. Um, but my street bike doesn't have a quick shifter, and my track bike does. But yeah, on the track, I think it's definitely necessary uh, i know some uh professional or really good riders who uh, have, have really fast times that don't have quick shifters uh and uh i have a friend that doesn't have a you know some people have quick shifters that's just up and they have to shift down right um so the bike i have has up and down and how you feel about them i think they're great <laughs> um yeah i same thing you know street bikes didn't have them um then you know my the my race bikes I, I put it on and it, you know took a it, they say it took a little bit of getting used to but it did um, and but yeah I'm a big fan of it it's one less thing to think about you know when you're riding um, um, I will say you know when you ride a because my oh, my 15 KTM is only up no down so I have to use the clutch so you know I still. You know, one bike I'm jumping on, you know, up and down. I don't want to worry about next bike. It's like, oh, still got clutch down, got clutch down, clutch down. Um, you know, it, it works. You know what I'm saying? When it don't work, it, it is what it is. I, I find myself sometimes still, you know, squeezing the clutch depending on the situation. Yeah, I was, was going to say I'm glad you said that because um, now that I use the quick shifter on the track, you know, you come used to it and you rely on it. Yeah. And um, there's times where I've gone, you know, at a faster pace and try to – you know, uh, uh, shift and it, it'll miss shift or something like that. And, and, or, or try to like be lazy with it and not hit the shifter hard enough, you know, thinking it's going to go in like butter. Right. Um, so got to get used to the clutch as well. You know, I'm just still just so used to the quick shifter. Um, got to get used to the, the mistakes that the quick shifter can't make. So. And it does make a lot of mistakes mm-hmm. at, you know, depending on where you are. <laughs> Uh, and they, and they have adjustments, right? Because one of the biggest things I've had, you know, if, if, um, if I redline, you know, then I, I, I have to use the clutch. If I, if I, if I, if I shift before the red line, I don't have to, I don't have to use, I don't have to use the clutch and, and like, you know, but there's adjustments for that. And I, you know, I was able to get it adjusted and, and, you know, I'm happy with it, but sometimes, you know, it, it, it's, it's not seamless all the time. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I like the quick shift. There. It's not seamless all the time. I had a few incidents <laughs> this year, actually, uh, coming down the straight and yeah. um, still trying to figure out what I did. I think I either shifted too fast or didn't do it right, but the rear wheel kind of locked up a little bit. Got you. It jumped back into place where I stayed up, so it was, was uh, kind of scary, but I'm glad. It, uh, so so you did, did, did you have like a false neutral or what yeah, they call false it, neutral, yeah, and then you just, yeah. you know, you, you for me, when that happened the first time, I went down a gear, and that's where you get all the compression, right? So uh, you, you have to go up a gear um, and then go back down again. So 
this is what I do. You know, if it happens to me, I now go up a gear so I don't get that chatter, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm going to lose a little bit of drive, um, but I can always go back down the gear, uh, you know, or I might be in the right gear. And that's another thing is, like, you got to get a check to service because I uh, shifted down two gears and it, like, jumped back up to a gear. And I'm just like, wait, what's going on? And then, uh, like I said, I had the false neutral. I got a video of it. I don't know if we could play it in this, but we could probably play it at this point. But, um, but yeah, just got to get used to the the way you shift and, and, and the RPMs is very important. Right, that for sure. And getting your clutch replaced. Oh, yeah. um, is very important, you know. You know, the pro riders are probably getting their clutch done every weekend. They race. Um, I, you know, everyone is going to be a little bit different, depending on how you are. But the rule of thumb is, end of the season, you're changing your clutch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> damn, yeah, how serious do I want to be doing this? But you know, you it's know, all about safety, right? Do, you know, if so. if yeah, if you're a rider that's not riding all the time then maybe not so much um if you're a rider you know that's you know you, you know you don't beat on your bike then maybe not so much but if you're at the top and you're you're, you're gonna be beating on that bike oh, you're yeah. gonna be wringing this yeah. neck oh yeah so um you know that is what it is um you know for quick shifters and uh and tune in your, your motorcycle um which is which is but you know it's it's nice when your bike runs the way it it's supposed to, okay. or, or better than it could, because it's, it's, it's gonna everyone's gonna have a different um, feel and want different thing. If you used to riding a bike with engine braking, you might want more engine braking than some. There's other people that you know there's no engine braking. That's one thing I haven't really changed or tested out, um, like switching my engine braking, because I haven't really, you know, gotten enough data for myself. To see if it's needed, because mm-hmm. I'm I'm running at a good pace, um, so I don't know if I need less engine braking or more. I just don't know how to test it or even how to do it. But that's that's one thing that I'm probably interested in, in and possibly going to other tracks to figure out even this one in the next year, coming years. So. Yeah, well, yeah. if yeah, on on your particular bike, if you you're gonna have to get it to get it modified, the ECU modified uh, to take out engine braking. Oh, add engine braking. So, you know, it's going to be a trip somewhere <laughs> to get that ECU done. Um, but, you know, it, it. If you had a, like a 2022 bike, you could just like flip the switch, hit the button. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. But I think, you know, either way you can, that's something you could do. You can have two options, you know, with a, with a toggle switch um, to have to have a couple of options for your ECU. Um you know what I mean? So you can do that, you know, if you if, if you want to on a new bike or, or, or any kind of any bike, really. Not any bike, I shouldn't say that because you can't. Um, the older bikes, obviously, you can't do it on. Yeah, my friend Mike Leakey, he got a, uh, I'm not sure what year his bike is, but he got a new one. He, I think he has a toggle switch because I think he showed me he had uh, uh, where he could do traction control or something like that and engine braking. Uh, I forgot what it was, but he had a switch for something that is that wasn't on the bike. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like attached, so. yeah. It, there's, it's. You can get, you know, there's a lot that you can do to bikes. So it all, you know, for the new riders out there, you know, do you need to do it in the beginning? Probably not. But once you start to push at the front, you know, once you become an expert um, and you want to get more out of your bike, uh, that's what you're going to be playing with. You're going to be you're going to be playing with everything to get, you know, get them to tenths of seconds out of out of the bike. Chasing tenths. Yeah. And, and it's all going to be up to your feel. So changing settings uh, is the only way to to know you know what's working and what's not working, you know, which is you know, 
So, yeah. you know, to, to go back to that, yeah, you kind of have to play with your bike a little bit to just, to, you know, you know, get play with the suspension. What, you know, once you get your suspension done, you know, just play with the settings a little bit and, you know, learn about them and, you know, compression and rebound and, and, and you know, figure out what's, go, try to figure out what's going on when you go into a turn, you know, um, talk to some suspension people and, and get a good understanding of it and, and just kind of play around a little bit, you know, uh, you know, and, and um, so you get a better understanding of your bike. Yeah, and um, what I do have to also invest in is uh, the lap timer. Um, you know, a lot of people have the sole lap timers where they keep track of their lap times, like, on their dash. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah I, I'm st- I know you got one. I'm still trying to invest in one. That, that also helps you with, you know, a lot of data to, you know, see what you're doing out there right. around the track. And especially for practice, you yeah, know, practice, you can, yeah. you can, you can in real time see what you just did or in a race, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, you know, you, you look down and you're like, okay. And, you know, and then, and then, you know, you can push and, you know, it's, it, so it, it's good. To, it's good to have information in real time. So having a lap timer is definitely uh, a plus, yeah. um, you know, and, and there's a lot of data in there. So, you know, you can go, you can get lost in all of it. Um, <laughs> oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. You know, so it all, it all depends. Um, but it's all interesting. You know, it's something that I want to finally get to and finally, you know, improve on. But I'm getting there. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's, it's, listen, I'm, I'm a student of the game and, oh, yeah. you know, I'll continue to learn. So um, tune in bikes. Uh, do the research and do the research ahead of time, probably even before you bought the buy the bike and just kind of figure out what you want. Look at your price list and all that and see, you know, what you can do. If money's no option, then, you know, you know, get anything you want, as they say. So uh, my name is Rex 45. This is the Be Forever Cool podcast. My name is TJ. Probably two wheels and coffee. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, So uh, Peko Bagnaya and um alvaro batista is uh they're gonna run the number one plate in um moto gp and world superbike interesting yeah interesting you know for um for duke for i think the number one plate hasn't been ran since casey stoner uh i don't think mark marquez rossi has never done it and what did you say uh casey stoner when was that I, i believe it was i don't know if he ran it with the honda but he ran it with Ducati in 2007. Yeah, that's a So a I don't remember. If, I think he did it with Honda, too. So I have a question. If you were, um, if you finished first over the year, you was hella excited. Like, hell yeah, I put so much work in. You know, I'm, I'm the number one. It's your first time ever. And the next year I come out, would you rock the one number one plate? Or would you put your original number? I would probably keep my original number. And my reasoning behind is marketing. You know, it, you know, it, it's easy to keep marketing the number. You know, it's like football players, the, the numbers matter. American football play, American football. And, you know, so that because you can't see their face. Right. You know, it's the same thing with motorcycles, right? You can't, they're under helmets. You can't see the rider, but you know the rider's number. Uh, so from a marketing perspective, I would keep my number for marketing. But, but don't you think the number one is more marketing as well? Because everyone sees number one. Yeah, but they may think it's a different rider. You know what I mean? They may not necessarily say, oh, they're, that's a, they're that they're means he's the champion that of this year, right? But they might want to say, who is this rider? And then you only if you don't win the next year, 
then somebody else is going to run the number one. Lost in the right. sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. So I, I, for, so for me, and I don't know. I don't. You know, Rossi hasn't called me lately, so I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if it's like a superstition or anything. But like you said, I don't know if that's correct. Yeah, but 2007, since someone has won and 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 actually ran the number one plate, that's, right? And Pecco is planning on doing that in 2023. Right. And I don't know how much Ducati you know, kind of say, hey, this would be pretty cool for both y'all to run number one because we just kicking the other manufacturers right up the, you know what. Maybe it's a Ducati because it's, they haven't won. And that's know? what I'm saying. I, it it, it may be like, you know, to, to kind of just solidify. And, and they've been up there for the for a long time. I oh, mean, yeah. you know, they've, they've been they've been chipping away from the Vizioso days. Uh, and even, you know, when, when, um, Davis was uh was 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 running on the um Ducati for for a superbike for a superbike so you know they've been pretty close to trying to knock off uh, Jonathan Ray back then and you know and and the same thing with trying to knock off Marquez and trying to knock off the Yamaha but you know this is the year that they both done it so you know we'll see what happens you know like 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 I said I mean you know some riders do it you know other riders don't. Uh, you got to win to have the option. So <laughs> that, that puts fire in other riders, right? They, well, they, they like you, yeah, you putting that number one play out. All right. Yeah, it could be. It, it could be sort of an intimidate. Take that back from you. Yeah, it, it kind of could be like trying to intimidate the right other riders, though. You know, because they know what it is, yeah. and it's a reminder. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's a reminder that, like, okay, you know. So you know, and you know, in in sports like like motorcycle racing and tennis and golf. You know, there's a lot of it that's psychological, you know what I'm saying? And it's psychological warfare when you try and get another rider's head. So, you know, I, I, I was listening to an interview with Scott Greenwood and, you know, he had a good start in the race. And, you know, they 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 asked them, you know, you know, you know, the lead, why did he slow down? Because I think in that moment he was um, he was just trying to run some times with his son to try to tow his son along. And, and, you know, but he was just like, you know, when I started, it's like I push and I and I want to break the will of the other riders. It's like he's he's, you know, the first few laps, if he can break your will and and, and, and have you give up the chase. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying it's easier for him. He can settle down. So, you know, it is <sighs> some it's it's it's, 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 it's it's serious out there. Yeah, in front, <laughs> I mean, I can just imagine like the pace you got to set. You can't look behind you. You know, a lot of, and I understand why, you know, there's pit boards. You yeah, know, like, yeah. But, like, I don't even know how they even read that going by so fast. You know, you got to pay attention so much. But you do want to know how far someone is behind you just to, just to have that. So you can manage the race. Yeah, so you can manage the race. Right. You don't have to burn your tires out and, right. you, you know, I don't know. It's just, for me right now, I mean, I'd love to be in the front, but I'm not there yet. But I like, you know, I get better throughout the race. Mm -hmm. This type of ride I am right, right now. Yep. So I'm 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 good. I'm like a Mark Marquez in practice. That's right. <laughs> I just uh, follow behind you and just see where I can pick you off. But you know, be safe. <laughs> right, right, right. No doubt. Um, yeah. So, you, do you have any predictions? You know, with with MotoGP, uh, we got testing coming up. So I guess it's too soon to 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 uh, talk about like predictions. But do you, do you think like with Bastianini? And and Pecco, they're gonna they're gonna oh, they, you know Ducati's gonna try to run it back. I think they're, they're gonna be like a Davi and Lorenzo, <laughs> like crashing into each other. You think like so? No, no, no. But I, I think it's gonna be really, really, um, really tight because towards the end of the year, they were fighting, you know, 
and it didn't really matter for Bastianini, I don't think. You know, well, I, 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 you know, a you, lot of close calls. You have to understand that teammates, but everybody wants to win. Yeah, exactly. So you know, I, I didn't like, I didn't really care so much. You have that's what it is. You know what I mean? I think if it was a close race, I, I, you know, who was it? Um, number five, Zarco, right? Zarco could have be could have took I think second place in in one race and 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 he gave it up to to Peko right uh, and and I think you know Martin did that for Zarco when Zarco was up in the points um, when he could I think it was Qatar um, when when he could have won and, and 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 but you know it's like you know he's my teammate type of thing so I think in situations I think you know riders get that some riders not you know. I think some writers get that, but at the end of the day, unless the manufacturer gives like it gives the team order, right? It, it's fair game. Yeah, I mean, like this this past year uh, was a good start to the year. Um, it was like a good hype because there was a lot of writers that had similar times or very high expectations, and you know, like the top fifteen writers were separated within probably a second or less. Right. Um, so this year, I Crazy. think it's going to be it's it's hard to predict. Um, you know, Pecco is number one. I think he's going to be a really good rider. I, I like Fabio, um, and I also like Jack Miller. <laughs> right. Uh, um, you know, he's on KTM now, and KTM has, like, to have to prove. This is, like, a year that they have to – I think they have to prove something good this year. Yeah. And, um, Suzuki's gone, but now Mir and uh, Renz is on Honda. You know, I think Honda is going to be a powerhouse with uh, Mir and Marquez. I don't, I don't think so. No. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. It's just unpredictable. I think it's going to be a good year. Yeah, I will say this is what I think, <laughs> right? And and everybody should listen to me. No, I'm just kidding. Oh boy. Um, I think Ducati with eight bikes. That's that's. I that's, think that's an overforce right there. That, well, hey, listen. Like, put your money up, Honda. Put yeah. your money up, Yamaha. Facts. Put, your, facts, put right. your money up, Aprilia. KTM. KTM can do it. So yeah, I don't know why they don't have two more, bu- two, and, four and more I, bikes. And I love Suzuki. They freaking pulled out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, and and you have to think, okay, you got Peko, you got Bastianini, you got Ohe Martin, Zarco, you know, Bezeki, uh, oh, Martini, Marini, sorry. I want. I, got, I might want a Martini. Luca Marini. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marini. Uh, and so, you know, you know, even Alex Marquez and Digi, Digi and Antonio, right? Mm. Like those, those are going to be the two wild horses for Ducati. And Mar- I think Alex Marquez got the skill, and I think he's going to love. He already, I think he's going to love the Ducati, right? So I think he could, he could emerge out there somewhere. And I, and I, so you got six out of eight riders that can fight for a world title. And they're changing it, the the ride height device, right? Yeah, I think they're removing so something. So that's that, going to affect the Ducati I, I, a little I, bit? I, I, it may. It, but it's going to affect all of them. Yeah, it's going to affect all of them. But, um, yeah. and, but, you know, so I think you have those six riders that, that could fight for it. I, I mean, I'm still a fan of Zarco, um, so I, he's to me he's in there because he's, he's a top. If he didn't crash out a lot last yeah. year, I think he had a good chance. Um, um, you know, the Aprilia's. I think they're they're gonna be there. I think Oliveira can ride, so I think he's gonna love the Prilia. Um, you know, uh, Raul Fernandez, he's he's learning. I'm, you know, but Ma- Maverick uh, and also Elish, um, you know what I mean. So I think it's gonna be. Sleep on Luca Marini. 
I said Luca Marini. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, he's one of the six Ducati yeah, riders. Yeah. I, I said he's in there with Bezeki, but I think Bezeki got. Listen, Bezeki, he was on podiums yeah. last year. One, at least one, and and top top fives yeah. a, a bunch. He even got rookie of the yeah. year. You know, I I yeah, I think he's. You know, I think. I had faith in Jorge Martin, but he didn't prove it. But Bezeki was very uh, Conce- outstanding. Outstanding. <laughs> he, when he cried, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. so I I, th- I think he has a shot. Um, and, and so I think, and then so I say, I say Aprilia and Ducati has their, have their bikes for the most part sorted out, right? They got the best bike in MotoGP last year, Aprilia and, and, Ducati, and, and Ducati, right? And... The Yamahas, you saw the struggles. Only one rider could ride the Yamaha. Only one rider could ride the Honda, right? Yeah, yep. You know what I mean? And and they were, you know, you saw their results. And their riders are complaining. Exactly. Uh, they're, they're like, uh, I don't know what they're, they're going to develop or what they're improving, but I don't think they're satisfied right now. The, the no, riders. not like at said, all. The bike's, like, built for Mark Marquez, so, like, the next rider is not Mark Marquez. He can't ride the same style. Right. And same with Yamaha I don't know. Yeah, they 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 need more power. Yeah. They they need more power. Um, now you you mentioned Jack Miller. Um, I'm a big fan of Jack Miller. I'm a huge fan of Jack Miller. Um, you know I, I you know, he, you know he he could have had more love from Ducati, but he got a lot of love from Ducati. So I'm not gonna say he didn't get a lot of love, but he could have got a lot more love. And and you know and and I'm I'm gonna be I'll be I can't I, KTM their bike has been up and down. Uh, it's more consistent, but still up and down. And I think if they can get bikes that can qualify well, and and Jack Miller can qualify well, uh, I you know I I they have a shot. Paul Spargro, you know he has something to prove. He already knew the bike. Hopefully the Yamaha didn't, the Honda didn't give him a bad feel for a few years, a couple of years, and he comes back. Um, ben, like I said, they yeah, I can see KTM up there. You know, KTM could, so. KTM could be up there. All right, listen, I got three KTMs. Uh, <laughs> All I know is Jack. Everyone knows Jack Miller is not shy. So you know. if something's wrong, yeah, um, they'll hear it. And, and yeah, and I'm vice, a fan vice versa. So I am a fan of KTM. Um, I'm uh, you know I have a Yamaha and I guess I have two Ducatis. So I'm a fan of those 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 brands. And um, but you know it's it that's what it's going to come down to. Now these, you you mentioned the times. You know, and these riders, it is amazing the level these riders, you know, I hear people complain that MotoGP is not fun to watch. Go in person. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, it's fun to watch, um, much less on on, on TV. Uh, you know, I, you, you know, it's... It's fun to watch to me because as a rider, you, you know your potential and seeing what they can do. And uh, some people like ride at Coda. You know, I don't know what lap times you do as like a, a regular rider at Coda, but they're doing like two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, and it's, it's just amazing to watch. And it's a, and it's different kind of riding. It's different kind of skill sets. Yeah. Um, and you know, the bikes make you have to ride them differently. So it's not like you can never compare them. You know, World Superbike to you know MotoGP bikes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you know that's what it is. And you know, it, it's. You know, some people like their chicken, you know, barbecue. Some people like it fried. Some, you know, it's it's just a different flavor. Uh, but you know, when these guys are running close, and 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 this passing and and all the fun stuff we like to see happening, it, it's amazing to watch. Um, I was fortunate enough to go to Mojello and 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 watch it, Mojello, and 
I just wanted to, I've only been to like, I've only been to three MotoGP races, Aston, Mugello, and, and Coda. And Mugello is amazing. The atmosphere is, it's amazing. It's, 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 it's amazing to see. So, you know, and then to watch these guys on these bikes do amazing things, you know, they make it look easy, right? <laughs> they make it look easy. Effortless. You like know? They, they don't make mistakes. You know? why sometimes it could get carried away. Like, oh, this is boring. <laughs> You know, it, no, they're doing some amazing stuff. I, I think you know that, that when when you have riders that pull away, and they're riding by themselves, it, it, it's it's kind of like okay, you know, you know, and and if you got guys in the back mixing it up in sixth or eighth or ninth place, it's fun to watch. But you know, we're paying attention to the one up front. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're paying attention up front. And uh, I will say this: I, I've been watching BSB races, and you don't see that much. They, no, they they there's like a train. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's all just like they all together in the line. Yeah, it's like they like you know. So I think MotoGP is some tracks you're getting that where the bikes are more together. Like when they run it like a, a in 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 um, uh, what am I thinking? In Australia, they're off of uh, Phillip Island. Phillip Island. You know yeah, when a... when they race there and and they're close and and all that. That that's fun to watch. Like when Rins want one and. And and you saw the battle, all those battles. It, it, that's the part that's fun, and maybe that's why they're going to bring in the um, the Saturday race, the uh, shootout or whatever they're calling it, uh, to just give more entertainment and 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 more bang for your buck. Maybe on the Saturday. Um, well, I got but, something for you too. Yeah, so they also introducing a couple tracks, right? Yeah, I think they're doing twenty one rounds this yeah. year. So like that's gonna play a part too. It's a whole new track. They gotta need to get data. They need to get a whole bunch of stuff. And there's, yep. and there's Saturday races. Like yeah. this year is gonna be unpredictable. I think. Yeah. It it yeah. I mean it, it is because it's gonna it's twenty one rounds. Still like Fabio though. <laughs> <laughs> so you, your money's on Yamaha. Uh, uh, I okay. can't say that. Oh no, yeah yeah. No, I like you know say I I like Fabio too. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. He he seems like a pretty cool dude. I don't know him and you know, but he seems like a pretty cool dude. And you know, he's world. Doesn't he won a world title? And the he rode his ass off on the bike that he got. And you know, Morbidelli, who's I'm a big fan of him, uh, couldn't do that. Um, Davizioso retired from doing that car club. Crutchlow, Crutchlow didn't want to ride the the older bike because um, he was testing a newer one, and still was a struggle. And so you know he was the only guy that was able to 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 ride that bike. So that takes talent when you're the only person that can do something where other guys, I mean, other guys are a second slower, but can't get the same thing out of out of the bike. Yeah, I'm an underdog underdog type guy. I'm not saying he's an underdog, but. A lot of people no, see like he titles so. or Marquez or Rossi. They're like, "Yep, that's who I want." So, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I think it comes to the, the era. Also, you are when you get into motorcycle racing, <laughs> with who you you're running with. You know, what I'm saying, um, for sure. It wasn't him at first. You know, I do. I do have a lot of love for other riders like right. Juan Mir, Jack Miller, um, and Fabio. But you know, mm-hmm. I, I like Jorge Martin. But yeah, he's still. Still learning. <laughs> yeah, you know it's yeah, that, he's, a, he's a good rider, and and I, and I wonder how much weight come, plays a part because like Pedroza, like the Yamahas in the later years, he couldn't ride that bike because he he wasn't heavy enough to put enough weight in the tires to heat the tires up to to run the way he wanted to. So I wonder with him, you know, how much weight plays a part. Um, 
you know, in, 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 you know, getting, getting the best. Cause like one lap, he's. Yeah, I know. Some of these riders are, you know, amazing. Good, good height, but I think Pedroza, he's like what? No, he's like, like five. five I think he something. might even, he might even be in the, f- he might even be under five feet. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's tough. Man. So he's fast too, but like that weight, right? So plays you know, it does, and and so with tire temperature and weight plays a part because if if it's cold out and you can't put enough heat in the tires, you're not going to be able to ride. So let me clean that up a little mm-hmm. bit. I don't, you know, it, it, the temperature plays a part in it and weight plays a part in it. So if it's very hot out, then it doesn't matter. But if it's cold out, you know, it tends to matter a little bit more if you can heat up your tires a little, keep them heated. <laughs> So yeah, man. Um, so that's your uh, yeah. So I think Ducati coming out for twenty twenty three is is you know is it. But I, I I agree with you. It's gonna be amazing and and fun to watch, uh, because these guys are all you know within the second of a half from first to the last. Yeah, I'm excited for the year. Which I'm like they said they're not letting media in for the tests, which is like a bad start. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know well, we got a lot of new races coming. Saturday and new tracks it's like as a fan you know I want to know what's going on right no <laughs> from, doubt from the start of the season from yeah. the test <laughs> exactly and I don't want to wait to see it on Netflix or Amazon no. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it now um, so yeah World Superbike just had their testing they Jerez right Jerez I don't know how to say that right uh, Jerez <laughs> it depends who you are Jerez Jerez you know I think it's Jerez um any 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 uh any faves? Gerloff is on the BMW. Uh, Redden's on the BMW. I like Gerloff. I've always been a fan of Gerloff. I mean, I know he's probably not gonna be first, but you know, I'm a fan of him. And he's on the BMW, see how he does with that. Um but yeah, you know, Top Rock, he's uh I wanna say a favorite of mine, but he's someone that's like interesting to watch. And, you know, from the results from the test, he's like the fastest right now. So, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no doubt. Um, and, and Petrucci is uh, out there too, so it's gonna be interesting. And uh, it says, you know, he's he's doing pretty well. He's shining. Um, obviously, a little nervous going out there, I'm sure, because it's gonna be a fight. It's like back to MotoGP days for him, you know. Um, well, I wonder going going from there to uh, Moto America. I know the pace in Moto America is is good, but. I think it's just a little more gritty in, in, in where he's at now. Yeah, but, you know, coming from MotoGP, I don't think anything, I think, and I hate to sound like this, but if you if, if MotoGP is the top, anything underneath that, you're not going to be as nervous for, because uh, he already knows he has the pace. And he, he actually, you know, looking at him, he looks to be in really good shape. So yeah. he, he looks like he, he wants to fight for something. Um, but it's been a, it's been a you know amazing story with him you know what I mean you know coming from police officer to getting uh, running super stock to to getting into MotoGP and spending you know over I think he might have been MotoGP for almost ten years you know uh, I think it came in like 2011 or something like that so almost ten years he's maybe he's a top runner also you know it's not and, like he's in the back of the pack yeah <laughs> and he worked his way all the way up the, you know the, I think they called him the journeyman or something like that. Um, but you know, he, he worked himself all the way up to a Ducati factory seat for one year and, you know, he won in Mojello. Uh, he won a couple other, uh, I think he won at least three, um, three rounds. And, you know, you got, you got other riders who've, who've come and never won around or even been on a podium or even been on a podium, you know, I mean like, you know, Elish, 
Like last year was his first win. Yeah, he's been in the game for a long time. You know, so uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of his, um, uh, Pachucci, and um, I can't wait to see what happened. I didn't, I didn't, I saw some highlights from the from the clips, but he's on a Ducati. He knows the Ducati from from here, and you know, testing on on when he was in MotoGP, their 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 practice bikes are, are Panigales. So I don't, you know. I, I think he'll be, and he knows the tracks. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I think it, uh, there might be, there might be a couple of tracks he hasn't been to on 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 the circuit, but most of the tracks he's been to. So I, I, I imagine he's gonna be, he's gonna finish top five. Yeah, the reason why I like, uh, I'm gonna go back to Gerloff is when he's on the BMW. Um, it's just a different manufacturer, you know, like MotoGP. You know they they have certain manufacturers and BMW is not one of them. Right. Um. You know they don't even have Kawasaki. So watching you know different event uh you know like BSB and stuff like that is cool to see. And then Gerloff is on the uh, BMW, so I want to see what he can do on it. Yeah, because the BMW does well in BSB. Uh, Ducati does well too. So, um, you know, Redden was on the podium last year. This new they're going to be running the new M. Packaged well, the 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 base is gonna is off of the new M, so now they have they have more room to play, um. So we'll see what they can do. I mean, you know, BMW. It's, it's you think it'd be easy to come to to jump into the motorcycle racing game and run up top, but it, you know, as you see, it's you know, Yamaha's been doing it for a long time. Kawasaki's been doing it for a long time. Honda's been doing it for a long time. Even the Honda's looking good now. So, you know. Scott Redden has proven that the BMW can get on the podium, so uh, I'm a fan of Gerloff. He, he was he was able to get on the podium uh, for Yamaha, uh, and so I'm I'm excited to see what he does next year, this year. Uh, even Remy, because I think he, Remy Gardner got a bad got a bad yeah, his MotoGP got a bad taste in MotoGP one year, and and he's one and done. And you know I even that you know it's it's that's unfortunate situation, but I'm I'm looking forward to see what he does on the Yamaha. And um, it's cool to see, you know, the riders. I've been following World Superbike now probably since like 2015-ish, give or take. Yeah, I'm just getting up to date. <laughs> and, and and it's cool to see the level of the riders, um, the mountain riders. I think they're 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 always good riders in MotoG in in World Superbike. But I think the level of riders consistently from first to last, like the feel is 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 deep. Um, this is. Um what is the, the, I don't know if you know the rule, like, you know, Jack Miller did the Australian superbike, mm-hmm. right? So, like, what are the rules for MotoGP riders as they can participate in these type of events? Because um, I don't know how often they do it, but that was interesting. I don't know if it's because the season was over. Um, I, yeah. I It's contract. So, they, okay. they, they've had to, he, I mean, it's Ducati on Ducati, but Ducati had to probably give him a permission to do it. And but it's his own team. He's who's running down down there. So, uh, you know, which is also they probably just said okay. But if the, I think these guys, you know, they Ducati allowed Pachucci to go ride the, the Dakar um, when he left. Um, am I am I am I thinking that right? No, he left his last year in MotoGP. In MotoGP, he was with KTM, uh, but. He, I think, got permission through Ducati because he was, he, if he was riding World Super when he was riding the U.S., I think he got permission. But like, all the manufacturers have given him permission to go jump on different bikes, 
and race and and not be a problem. Where some riders they may be like, nah, you can't do that. Yeah, cause I guess the superbike is like the is like a big thing because they got world superbike, British superbike, Australian superbike. Well, and then, so yeah, they're all it, they're all different entities yeah. though. I mean, the world superbike is owned by Dorno, which owns MotoGP, but you know, British superbike is is this own entity. Superbike is just is just a built, you know. A thousand, essentially, yeah. you know, it's just a superbike version of, of 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 that, you know, with the rules that each different organization set, um, you know, versus Australian superbike. I mean, we call it Motor America here, at right. the highest at the highest level, but you know, it, it, that that that's the the superbike part of it. it but the American superbike, <laughs> you know, but you all, you know, a lot of these riders are all trying to get to MotoGP or World Superbike, right? right? That you know, or Moto Two, Moto Three you know, that type of thing. So for every, all of us, you know, the, like, you know, the folks here, they're going, they're, they're going the way of Motor America. Shout out to Teague Hobbs, oh, who, yeah. who just got uh, signed to uh, the factory Suzuki team for Motorsport, uh, Mot- Supersport this year. So he's, he'll be riding a 600 this year um, for Supersport. You know, he's, he's from the New Hampshire area. He's a, you know, local track to us uh, rider and, and came through the Penguin School and stuff like yep. that. So, um, you know, but I suspect his goal would be to get to MotoGP, you know, or, or World Superbike. And, and uh, who, who else to be a better partner with? <laughs> Tony Elise. Tony Elise. Yeah, man. I mean, um, you know he's an old vet, but I mean, to congratulations to T. Hobbs going to enforce Suzuki, you know? Yeah, for and sure. Being partners with uh, Tony Elise. Now, with that being said, they have the chance to put some W's up. Because Tony Elias is not going out to fight, you know that so. for sure. And Teague, he's going to teach him a lot. Yeah, and and I think Teague, he ran he ran the two thousand and one um, Daytona two hundred, and he he I think he ran it on an 07 bike or 08 bike, and I think he finished in the top ten. Yeah. So I mean the the kick and ride oh, for sure. Right. Um. So and and being on a factory team with all the best and the best data. Uh, that's a beautiful thing, but you know, yeah. So you know, all all these all these you know top series in in each in each um, country. I mean, it's, it's paving the way to try to get on the very big stage. Uh, but you know, you know, winning Motor America title is a huge deal. Winning BSB is huge. Winning Australian is huge. Um, you know what I mean? So it, it is it's a beautiful thing. Oh, yeah, I'm just. You know, enthusiasts, can't wait to see. Can't you know, wait to see. I'm getting ready to get myself to stretch out out there. You know? <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Um, I want to shout out my uh, the sponsors. I want to shout out Motul, shout out Engine Ice, uh, GoPro, uh, and Agio. Yeah, shout out Woodcraft and uh, Vortex. Hindle Exhaust Hindle as well, Armor Body. Um, you know, shows can be checked out on YouTube, can be checked out on uh Amazon, uh, iHeartRadio, Apple, uh, Anchor. Um, you can find me at uh, Rexy45. 45 is spelled out um, on all the platforms. Follow us on, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, follow us on Be Forever Cool. And again, all, all those platforms. And how can folks find you, uh, TJ? Yeah, like and subscribe. You can find me on Two Wheels and Coffee on uh, Anchor and Spotify. And that's, you know, two, the number two, Wheels and Coffee with a K. Uh, and also I'm on Instagram and TikTok. And that's about it. All right. Until next time. Yeah. Peace. Peace.